Please listen carefully. Welcome to the Hypothetical Siblings Podcast. My name is Nick. And my name's Lainey. And Lainey. And, and Nick. How was the past seven days of your life? The past 168 hours. Wait, did you just do that? Yeah. Or did you know it? I think I knew it, but also... Because seven times... Times 20... Times 140 times, and then, then seven plus times plus... Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. just fucking stupid. Yeah. I almost said plus 56. You're supposed to be the math kid. What the hell? Well, I was doing 7 times 8 for n- literally no reason. All right. <laughs> 28 hours per day. Is this what you were doing with the last 7 days of your life? What? Dumb math. Dumb math. Yeah. Math is always dumb. Let's be Don't honest. diss math! Math is garbage. Don't diss math. That's why... I was going to say psychology, not psychology. That's why physics is garbage, too, because it's just math. Physics is garbage, yeah. but not because of math, because of fucking science. <laughs> you leave science out of this Fuck conference. science! <laughs> you heard it here first, like, folks. Lainey does not approve of science. She is a flat earther. Actually, no, she's gone past the flat earth to not yet the time cube. Cube earth. But the Dyson sphere. <laughs> I believe that gravity is uh, pushing me down, doesn't feel so much like a pull. All right. <laughs> All right. I believe that um, dinosaurs didn't exist. Fuck you, Ross Geller. Um, sorry, we were just watching Friends. We it's were. It's relevant. That's a real thing. Um, I just hate Ross. Yep. Don't hate David Schwimmer if you're listening to this. <laughs> Which... <laughs> if David Schwimmer listened to our podcast, I would be... Over the moon. Don't get me wrong. I definitely wouldn't prefer David Schumer as a celebrity to be listening to our podcast. Don't fucking say that. What do you mean don't say that? He's going to be hurt. There's nothing against him. He's going to be He's, hurt. He now. is perfectly adequate as an actor. I like how he talks. Yeah, he does have kind of like a, whoa, you know. <laughs> right? That sounded like fucking, wow, but like. <laughs> but like, like sad. Low. Oh my God. <laughs> That's why we silence the phone before the podcast. Yeah. Silence the phone. Pihone, something. Are you going to... Oh, I forgot you asked me You're weak, yeah, the way that this podcast always starts. Well, um, you and our parents went out of town. Yeah, but I'll talk about that. No, I know, I was just saying it because... I'll talk about my part, thank you. (laughs) You know what? No, I'm going to fucking talk about your part. (laughs) Fuck you. We should just explain each other's weeks. (laughs) <laughs> um, That'd be a nightmare because I don't know what the fuck you do. Yeah, exactly. Be you like, don't, oh, no, you she don't probably know got drunk at some point. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Good. Um, yep, so they went out of town and I could not because people can't cover my shifts. Um, so I. They went without you? What? Oh, oh we no, went. you oh, okay. went without. Yeah. I see, yes. Um, so we are the people I who went without you. Had some people over. Um, and got drunk. And then two nights later, I went into the woods and got drunk. Um, nice. Which is... Very nice. Very nice. So did you actually... Because this is the the trip that happens every summer. So this is the first summer that I was in no way partaking in the trip. Uh, how did it go, minus my presence? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember (laughs) (laughs) a lot of it. (laughs) I heard somebody say fuck who I've never heard say fuck before, so that was great. All right. Um, I sang in the arms of the angels with one of our friends while zooming in on a white claw box being on fire. Uh, I took a two-second Snapchat video of just my face zooming in. And, um, um, did you, I mean, I stomped on a bunch of Ritz crackers for no reason. (laughs) But you found the place? Mm Mm-hmm. Because that was, I felt, my primary duty was A, navigation, uh, B, I felt like my duty was to make sure that people knew how to put up a fucking tent. Right. You know. The tent went up super easy. 
there was nine people sleeping in it, though. Um, Did you take the one that has two rooms? The one that we took camping. Yeah, the blackout tent. With the green and blue? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was like, this isn't the one you brought last year. It's not. Oh. Well, then I'm it's stupid. It's definitely not. I thought that it was, and I was no, like... No, we, we got that tent after it. After oh, the trip okay. last year. Okay. That or parents didn't want us taking the nice tent, which, which I can understand. Is valid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but nine people was a little bit of a tight... Yeah, squit. a little bit, huh? Squit? Squit. <laughs> definitely a tight squit. <laughs> to combine squeeze and fit. <laughs> it's a tight squit. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You know, I do that shit a lot, but not often is it as hilarious as squit. Well, you gotta get squits, bro. <laughs> Alright, she's crying. Good. Um, <laughs> That's how you know it's a good podcast, is Lenny cries. Um, and one of the nights we... I already told you this story, but I think it might be worth telling. Okay. Um, I don't even know what story you're about to tell, so yeah. You will. Um, so... We ordered porta subs from DoorDash on the first night you guys were out of town. Okay. And it was just like four of us in total just chilling at the house. Okay. Um, oh, yes. And it didn't fucking... It was so late. Like How late was it? <laughs> what is this? Fucking match game? Yeah, exactly. No, Alec Baldwin. I could be Alec Baldwin. You could, actually. Um, but so it's like 10 minutes past the time of delivery... And that would be kind of fine, but the GPS wasn't working, and so it looked like he hadn't even gone to the store to get the porta subs yet. So we text him, and we're like, hey, what's up? You know, just needing an explanation. And he said, oh yeah, DoorDash didn't let me cancel the order, um, and the GPS wasn't working to know where you got your house was, so uh, I just am not doing it. <laughs> and we said... Uh, what the fuck? Um, so we called Portisubs and we're like, did you get the order? And they said, oh yeah, we totally did. Um, and I said, can they come pick it up right now or like whenever? And the guy on the phone says, um, yeah, if you get here before nine, it's like fucking 8.55. Portisubs is like, what? I mean, it's a casual, like, like seven minute drive. Yeah. Like, it's tight. Yeah. And so, we fucking run out the door. Our little fucking dog, Diego, also runs out the door. He's coming. We're trying to corral him back into the house while getting in the car you to make it to fucking Portisubs. snatched him and threw him in the car. <laughs> like, we're going. We're going. <laughs> you came with, shitter. So, we got him in the car. We're going to Portisubs. We literally get there at 8.59. And I fucking throw open this door. And I'm like, Hi. And the guy walks over the can counter. It's some fucking guy I knew in high school. I was like, bruh, hello. You really said I'm getting the fuck out of here at nine no matter what, asshole. I said. But talking to him on the phone, you didn't recognize him? No. Because it just has regular man voice or something? Yeah, and also it wasn't like a friend. It was just I mean, like a guy. Like a guy I knew whose friend Lee. You know, sure. You know? Yeah. And then we got the port of though. And I'm so happy we did, because I fucking demolished that sandwich. Mm -hmm. Record time. Pie eating contest. Ate it. Excellent. Yeah. Other than that, I was just watching Criminal Minds on repeat, because that's all I ever fucking do. Good. And um, also, my mom and I started watching my mom. Fucking our mom. Our mom. Our and mother. I, we do share her. Um, Started watching a show called The Alienist, okay. um, which is like an HBO show about um, a serial killer in the 1800s. Mm. Super fucking interesting. Um, pretty gory, though, and it's on HBO, so like... Yeah. It's tit gore. Um, not yet. Oh, actually, yes. See, we know. Yeah. As long as it's HBO, there will be titties and right. there will be gore. Right, so... Uh, would recommend though. Do you ever remember? I don't know who he fucking plays in the MCU universe, but he's like a bad guy in it, and he has a German accent. Um, he's one of Captain America's villains. I'm pretty and sure. He's the Nazi. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Red um, Skull. Nope. All right. Then no. Different guy. I, th I think his name might be Rumlow, but that's like. 
No, that feels like a thing. I know that's an evil guy, but I just don't know which it's one It's the right it one. Alright, well, it's one of them. Right, okay. and he's German, so that's cool. I like hearing him talk in German. I think it's cool. <laughs> German is pretty rad. Da. Wow. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just watching stuff, though. What Rock about on. you, Borther? Well, before we get into my half of the week, we're actually going to take a brief intermission. So, thank you, everyone. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. All right. Sorry about that, folks. I mean, for those of you listening to the podcast, which is kind of the only... I mean, there's YouTube, but it's all... It's not live. So, nothing really happened for those of you listening to this. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> my week... Uh, well, uh, the part that my sister tried to steal from me earlier, uh, my parents and aunt, uncle, and two cousins went on a... Trip. Trip, yeah. It's like a fishing trip, I guess, is basically the main purpose of it. But it's camping trip, fishing trip. Corpus. So on and so forth. Um, we went to a place that is on the other side of the state. Takes six, six hours to get there. Um, but the big deal with that place, why people go there, is because the fishing is just insane absolutely just manic like throw a lure in get a bite every time you cast right now i've been hearing about this place for probably eight years something like that um and it just so happened that because my our aunt and uncle and cousins used to go relatively frequently and every time they would go our schedules just wouldn't line up so i was never able to go with them and i just got to hear how awesome this place was and I'm not going to lie, I didn't think that it really could live up to my expectation of it. Because you get this thing built up in your head for so long that how is it supposed to, you know, how is the reality of the thing supposed to live up to your imagination? Especially someone like me who has a fucking crazy imagination. Well, and especially when it starts so young because you're a kid. Right, and you so know? it gets blown way the fuck out of proportion. Uh, I'm here to tell you that it was not blown out of proportion. Over the three, so we got there on Thursday evening. Fished Friday morning, Friday evening, Saturday morning, and Sunday morning. Over those four trips, those four, you know, forays, because it's a marsh is what it is. Like, it's a swamp, basically. Like in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, kind of. Um, but more like a wetland. Like, it's pretty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Does it have the corn dogs? Yes. All over the place. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, but over those four sessions... I personally caught somewhere along the lines of 150 fish. Like, just ridiculous numbers, right? Um, I was also responsible for catching the two biggest fish and the smallest fish, so really I feel like I am the victor in regards to the trip. Yeah. Um, but super awesome time. It's crazy pretty out there between the wetlands and the super jagged mountains that you're, you know, sleeping at the base of and everything like that. Um, it was good to get away from town, you know? Uh, I find myself, as I get older, I need to get out more, right, for whatever reason. I think I've turned into more of an extroverted, like, let's go do a thing, as opposed to I can sit here and play video games seven days a week and have no issues, you know? Um, but yeah, holy crap. I mean, just an amazing trip. And thanks to all those family members involved for making it what it was. Um, but yeah, that was super crazy. Um, last night... I got shwasted with a bunch of friends. That was fun. Um, nothing really to write home about on that one, I guess. Just that it happened. Yeah. Is it because you also don't remember? No, I do remember. Oh. I, I, that's what was shocking to me about listening you, to you say that, is I have never had a night that I cannot at least relatively clearly remember. Right? Like, I've never been blackout drunk. Well... I wasn't just drunk, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I do get what you're saying. <laughs> you fucking degenerate. <laughs> um, the other big thing, not really, I don't know if it's a big thing. I don't if know. If it's what I think, then it's probably not. All right. I don't think, I mean, like, it's a good thing. Is it a good but thing? It's, I think so. Okay. I, I forget. <laughs> I hope we're talking about the same thing. Um, but I downloaded uh, an app called Bumble. And for those of you who don't know, Bumble is a dating app kind of similar to tinder um but don't use tinder because fuck facebook yeah fuck facebook uh but what's cool about bumble is that 
you the I mean from what I remember of using Tinder like four years ago, right? Um, Bumble is cool because it's a lot more in depth in terms of what information you put of yourself, and I'm not talking like birthday and shit like that. It's more like how frequently do you use alcohol, cannabis, nicotine, right? And all sort. What religion are you? How do you identify? You know, a bunch of stuff like that, and it even goes into like. There's a uh, an option. I don't know what they is, but it's all uh, icons, right? So there's one that's a baby bottle, and it says, "Don't want, just want someday, have and want more, have and don't want more." Oh, like kids, <laughs> like babies, yeah, like kids. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fucking hilarious, but is, good, right, right, right. Um, the other thing it has is what you are looking for, and it's I don't know yet, something casual choose to not respond or just flat out relationship right and that's cool too because you get to see like oh that so you don't have to say it explicitly in your little blurb or whatever it right. is you could just click a button and everyone knows what's going on um it is a lot more money grabby oh, than really? i remember tinder being all that time ago um because to access certain features so like if you're going or if you're swiping really fast because it's the whole swipe left swipe right shit right if you're swiping really fast and you you know, swipe, and then it's not the way you think about it. You're like, ah, I want to go back. There's a back button oh. you can do for two ninety nine. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> or there's a spotlight that you can put on your account that makes you pop up more often. I don't really yeah. know how it works. That you can subscribe to for ten dollars a week. Jeez. And there's all sorts of stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, the function of the app outside of that is fine. Right. Um, but the whole time it's just poking you, be like. Spend money, though. There's one where it's, you have a, because it's bees, it's Bumble. It's, you're right. right. And there's um, your beeline, which is people who have liked you, but you. you don't know who they are, and it'll show you the blurred out faces. It's like, hey, man, if you pay a little bit of money, we'll let you know who they are. Ah, shit. And then you can go to their specific profiles and choose to like or not, not like, like them. Not like them. Yeah. Um, but again, not paying anything. It's just like a mosaic kind of thing of like... There's people. And it'll tell you how many people, too. Ah, shit. Yeah, shit's wild. Um, but pretty interesting getting back into that. It's, I mean, you just can't help but laugh at some of that shit, right? Where you're like, oh, you, that, like, you see the red flag is the first thing that pops up. And you're like, oh, that's a fear right there. That's a, that's a danger. Uh, danger. Yeah, danger. Exactly. Um, but, I mean, fun just talking to people and right. getting into the groove again. I don't like the idea of online dating, right? Because I think it's too convenient and that people are not dedicated to the idea. Um, I definitely don't think I'm looking for, like, a relationship at this point. Just something um, to, yeah, like go you on, said, go get on a couple dates. Groove. Exactly. Yeah. Get back up on that horse, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um, so fun. Kind of neat. Um, besides that, nothing really. Kind of starting to get geared up to go back to school. Uh, I found out that all of my classes are, once again, online. Me too. I could channel. And so I don't know if that means that I'm not... I don't think it means that I'm not going. I think I'm going to go. It's just how hard I'm going to go. How many credits, how many classes. Because um, all of my classes, except for, I think, one of the five that I'm signed up for right now, have a lab associated with them. That's so fucked. Right. So there's some teachers that are like, okay, the lab will be less frequent, but still in person. And some teachers are like, it's just a dry lab. You're not doing shit. I'll Fuck. send you a thing on the computer. Fuck dry labs. Fuck dry labs. Lab. Well, just trying to be wet, I'm you know? <laughs> I'm trying to get wet. wet. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, to be decided at that yeah. point. I also, so like five classes is technically full I time. I to see if I bought a parking permit. I did not. I might have. I might need to go get my money back for that shit. Yeah. Um, but, so, like, five classes is, like, full time, right? It yes. might be less than that even. No, no, no. It's five classes, be assuming that each right. of the classes is three credits. Right. Fifteen credits is right. what is considered Because their whole time. thing is fifteen to finish or whatever. Uh, yeah, in, in four years. Fifteen, thirty to four or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Fucking whatever. Some um, big push. Yeah. So, I am for sure not doing two classes. I just have to decide if I'm doing three classes or two classes. Because I was going to not do school at all, um, but one of the professors that I have, I had last semester for Intro to Criminal Justice, same one as you did, mm -hmm. and she is 
awesome. And so I feel fairly confident that I can still take her class and do well in it, yeah. even though it's online. Because right. I've already done it. Right. Um, and then the other two are just a little bit more shots in the dark, so I have to decide if I want to do both or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But our parents, our aunt and uncle, have both offered me jobs for the winter. Okay. Being a receptionist. Well, parents might be receptionists. They just might make me do shit work, They might too. make you do shit work, but um, that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, they have a receptionist, so why right, would you be the receptionist? Right, exactly. Yeah. And then at our uncle's place of work, um, mm, yeah, yes. I'm either going to also be a receptionist or a sterilizer. Which, like you just put the thing in the machine that sterilizes it? I, I think so. I mean, sounds like shit work, but... Yeah. Mom, All right. Mom told me I might get scrubs. That's cool. If I do that. Fuck yeah. Fucking... Absolutely hey. scrubs. <laughs> me wearing scrubs. You are what you wear. Ka-chow, doctor. <clears throat> I am doctor. I am doctor. Um, You're wearing a doctor? Some Hannibal Lecter shit. <laughs> Was that the guy that ate people or the skin one? No, that's the guy... Uh, I can't remember if that's his name in... I don't know what the fuck. The in one that Silence of skin. the Lambs. I've never seen the movie. Really? I love yeah. it. Let's watch it. What are I you doing? I have to go do things. Fuck I you. I have to go to work tonight. See, that's why I was confused. That was con also crazy. I clapped and then... Why were you confused? Because you were like, you know, I kind of have to work. I kind of don't. Well, because I... So we have something that is called PK. PT. Oh. PK. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, where it's like we go in and it's... It lasts like an hour, which is shitty. But I mean, it's fine because I live right next to where I work. Right. Um, and also, is it cool sometimes? It is. It can be. Like the other day, well, a couple weeks ago at this point, we got to go up on the roof with a bunch of the super expensive um, binoculars and shit and just look through them because it's way different looking at them outside than it is inside. And so we were all on the roof looking over at the water park. That's so cool. It was pretty rad. But then so sometimes cool. they're like, sit and watch this 50-minute video about reloading presses. <laughs> and it's just the driest, just yeah. nothing old man, just yeah. like, well, the Dylan 750XL reloading press is a progressive <laughs> press. Like, it's just fitness gram pacer test level, like, bullshit. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. The fitness gram pacer, pacer test. test. Yeah, yeah, correct. We were watching how it's made marbles. Um, at work the other day because it was so fucking slow. Wow. Also, how cool. Cat size. Shout out to fucking how marbles. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just individual marbles? Just any marbles. You ever watched Marble Racing? No, but I heard it got on. It goes hard. The Ocho. It goes hard. Absolutely it does. Like, if you have never been at a party, you get a couple drinks in you and some fucker turns on Marble Racing... If you could do that, start putting money down on that shit, ooh, absolutely. See, I would feel like I would do something stupid, like bet on the blue one every time. Yeah, but that's the same thing at horse racing, right? I guess. Except horse racing, they're like, ah, it was bred through such and such line, and <laughs> yeah. it's this type of horse and shit like that. Whereas this, one's like, this one's just like, it's a blue marble. It's a blue marble. Yeah, correct. It's like... Oh, and I was going to reveal a secret about my strategy for rock, paper, scissors, but I'm not going to so that I don't lose all the time. To all of the, you know, 60 people that listen to us or whatever it is. Yeah. There are some people that I play rock, paper, scissors with that are listening. That's true. They That's cannot fair. know my strats. Gotta protect the rock, paper, scissors strats. Yeah. You betcha. Anyway, should we get into the thing that we're supposed to be talking about? Yeah. Because we're over time currently. Tell them what we're supposed to be talking about. Well, what we're going to talk about this week is the nuclear apocalypse. Well. And not, I mean, do you want to talk about how it happens? Or like what happens? Or are we just going straight into it happened and we're living now? Um, I don't know. Let's talk about fucking... Everything. What do you want to talk okay, about? Okay, so here's the thing. If it's nukes going off, they're talking population centers, right? Right. So correct. places like L.A., New York, Vegas, Vegas Florida? Houston. <laughs> uh, Florida is a state. Well, I know, but like Orlando? Or like Miami? Yeah, something like that. I mean, just big because they're trying to do human and right. number damage. Definitely do L.A. and New, New York. York. Yeah, that's the big For one. For sure. Right. Um, so let's assume that 
Because here's the thing. It's very... I, I am of the opinion that it's a very Cold War type of situation that we still live in. Correct. Where it's mutually assur- assured destruction. Right. Where someone starts sending them and everyone's going to start sending yeah. them, right? So this isn't a situation where we get nuked and, and then that's... the Russians start marching down the street, right? right? Um, so let's say we get nuked and... Because our area, I don't think, would be hit. No. Right? Uh, we might be a little bit close and get some of the damage. Like, I don't know how San far Francisco. radiation... Yeah. Depends, it literally depends on the wind. Um, on the wind? It flows on the wind, yeah. Ah, shit. Because like, we talked it. about how it was, like, dust kind of, right? Right. So here's the thing is, if that many nukes go off, there's so much shit that gets kicked up into the atmosphere that we get what is called a nuclear winter. Right, and I've heard of this. So do you know what this is? No, but I've heard of it. Basically, the atmosphere is so obscured, and it stays obscured for so long, it enters you into a permanent winter because the sun cannot hit the ground. Ah, shit. Right. Um, so days are gray, nights are like blackest black. black. Yeah. Like ink black. So... The thing that I want to bring up, because of course I'm the, you all know me as the video game guy on this podcast, because that's where I pull all of my references from, apparently. <laughs> but there is a, a series called the Metro series, and the Metro series is about a post-nuclear war Russia, where the surface is so fucked, everyone lives in the subway. Oh, yeah. Specifically yeah. the subway. Okay. Because there's room, it's all connected, Right. And you can go above ground for short periods of time, but you have to have, like, some kind of rudimentary protective gear. Exactly. Like, filters in your mask and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that in the big cities, those people that did survive would function similarly. That underground is the place to be. Because yeah, if we go up, you just melt. New York. Exactly. Yeah, um, you just melt. You just melt. Yeah. Whereas out here, I think it turns into more of, like, a Mad Max, right? Yep. Where it's all that. about... Um, nomadic kind of situation, especially in the desert that we live. There's not a lot of place to sit and just be. So you kind of have to jump place to place in order to find food, in order to find water. And then your shelter is the thing that you're taking with you. Probably cars, motorcycles. Actually, I think it'll probably be motorcycles over cars because it is so much more fuel efficient. Yeah, and also just like speed and fitting through shit. And True. I mean... Ease of access. Right. Right. Um... But yeah, I think that's about what it would be. So we can start talking about what life looks like in a subway tunnel, right? Fucking savage as fuck, exactly. don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there would be people who are trying to do the whole, like, let's restart, like, a system of some yeah, a kind. Society. A society, yeah, for sure. But there's just going to be a fucking ton of people who are grieving, who, I mean, everyone is Going traumatized. fucking crazy, yeah, yeah. That they're like, world's over, right. I'm in charge, and I'm going to eat this baby. Right, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the crime rates, I mean, everyone's just doing anything, because why the fuck not? And maybe over time, there's some semblance of a society of rules mm-hmm. of whatever. There might be rules, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, just like people make rules. I yep. feel like that happens when a bunch of people get together like, okay, we can't do this. Mm-hmm. But there's always going to be people who break that, especially in that situation. Right. And just like the darkness of it all too. So people presumably, assuming that again, that there was some kind of ability to get, because at first it would be like dudes just in rags taped up in duct tape. Like, hey, go up there and get something, right? Um, and from what I understand, because you can't grow food underground without a shit ton of light, right? Light is expensive in terms of resources, right? And you also have to have all the proper equipment, um, usually in some kind of generator, and having that generator means gasoline fumes, which you can't use underground, right? Or you have to have some type of ventilation system, which you don't really want because radiation. So I don't think you can grow crops. I think you can grow mushrooms and like fungus and stuff like that, you can breed and or catch rats, right? Because they're already in there and presumably breed quickly enough that you can feed a, you know, certain population. Yeah. Um, and then drink water from, like, leaking out of pipes and shit? Like, I yeah. don't know, you know? Yeah. So, long story short, the cities are fucked. 
And in places like L.A. where you don't have as pervasive, I think, of a subway system. Right. Do you just live under rubble? Right? Like, well, yeah. Or are you just fucking dead? Yeah, you're just big toast. Big toast. Big toast. Like underground parking structures, maybe. There you go. They're but again, open. They're, yeah. Yeah. It's not great either way. Long story short, it's not great. Like, I don't think we've told the story of us being in Hawaii back no, in 2018. No, I was literally just thinking about so that. So back, do you want to? Yeah, so back in 2018, like Mick was about to say, um, it's the day we're supposed to leave from Hawaii. We've been there for like probably like five days, maybe a week. Um, and I, uh, I'm waking up slow in our hotel room with our parents and all of a sudden our phones go off. Nick is not in the room. He is on the beach fishing. Um, and our phones get this alert that says like fucking warning, incoming ballistic missile attack, find shelter, find cover. And we're really freaked out, but also I think we just didn't accept that it was happening. Like all three of us were, we turned on the news and just started flipping channels because we're like, if it's on our phones, it's going to be somewhere. Like it's got to be somewhere on the news. That's the reason that they use the phones though, is that it's the quickest way to get it. It takes time to set up a news (laughs) broadcast, you fucking chimps. And then I went out onto the balcony and just started watching people sprint across the parking lot. Yeah. Trying to get into the building. And we're basically doing nothing except I'm texting some people. We're watching the news. We're looking out on the balcony. Um, Turns out it wasn't real, as you probably all know. And someone got big fucking fired that day. uh, And it somehow got sent by mistake. Um, But... Or, if you're a conspiracy theorist, one did get shot, and then it got shot down. Right. Right? Right. Um, I would like to tell my story, my, you know, reason of events or whatever it is, my version of events. Nick's is much funnier. So, I'm probably, I think it was one and three quarters miles or something from the hotel, and I'm fishing at the end of a uh, abandoned pier, so you have to go around like a chain link fence and shit like this, right? And it's 7 in the morning, 8 in the morning, whatever it is, and I'm sitting there fishing, just having a grand old time. And same thing, my phone buzzes, but it does like the, it's the Amber Alert noise, for right. those of you who know what that is. Um, and I'm like, that's fucking weird. And I look at my phone, it says, ICBM inbound, take cover immediately, and basically something to the effect of, you have 15 minutes. Yeah. Right? Oh, shit. And I'm like, because my anxiety immediately kicks into overdrive, and I'm like, that's not enough time. Right. To do whatever, right? And then I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's some weird hack that my phone got, because I'm the only person out there. Let me just put my stuff down. We'll hide it in the rocks. I'll go back to shore, ask some, you know, couple walking by. So I'm, and I'm still like, huh, ah, like heart's beating. But I walk up to this older couple, like probably mid 50s, late 50s, something like that. And I was like, hey, I don't mean to bother you folks, but I just got this really weird notification on my phone. I just didn't know if you got the same thing, and I I show it to them. And again, all the people that I'm seeing walk are just walking, right? Like, they're just cruising like it's nothing. So the guy takes the phone, he looks at it, and goes, takes his phone out of his pocket, without handing my phone back to me, takes his phone out of his pocket, looks at it, slams it back in his pocket, shoves my phone my own way, grabs his wife's hand, and they take off fucking running. And I'm like, oh, oh, shit, because it's real now. And then you start hearing the brr, brr, brr of everyone looking at their phones, and they all start running too. I'm like, well, fuck, because I'm far enough away that I'm like, I don't know those of you out there who can run two miles in 15 minutes, but I sure as shit can't, and yeah. definitely not in flip-flops. So I start jogging as best as I can, um, but A, I'm in flip-flops, and, well, A, I'm out of the fucking shape, and B, I'm in flip-flops, and I'm getting shin splints, right? And so I realize I'm not making it back to my family if this is the end, right? So I slow down, and I'm, like, power-walking, basically, because I'm like, we still want to get there with some kind of speed, but what, I mean, what are you going to do, right? And as I'm walking, I'm just seeing all these, like, weirdly human moments happening, right? Of how everyone is dealing with what they presume to be their own death that has now been put on a literal fucking clock, right? 
So I see everything from the young men and women that are running together screaming, we have to find the kids. I'm seeing the older couple just sit down on a bench and wait. I'm seeing my personal favorite, the guy on the beach by himself, who already presumably was drinking a beer at 8 in the morning, pick up his phone, look at it, toss his phone down, swig the last part of his beer, and whip the bottle into the ocean. And then as I'm kind of walking and looking all hurried, there's this woman that's, again, probably like mid to late 40s, right? She's just cruising, just walking. She's going back to the same hotel, and she's like, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty fucking crazy, huh? She can tell I'm freaked out, but she's like, hey, way I see it, it's as good a day to die as any other. And there's this weird, like, her being so okay with it gave me, like, a certain peace about it that I was like, yeah, you know what, you're right. Because if we're dying, why die like a rat? Right? Just scurrying around and being scared. Like, why not just hang out? Because if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So I'm still walking back to the hotel now in the company of this woman. And as we're going, there's people that were, like, asking directions and shit like that. And we're pointing them as best we can because it's not like we know the area. But you're still hearing cars blow through red lights and horns. And we're watching parents put their kids in, like, rain gutters and shit like that. And I get back to the hotel, by which time... I'll have you know, because it probably took me like 20 minutes, and I was like, all right, well, we're not dead, so I'm probably good. Um, and I get back to the hotel, and everyone's freaking out in the lobby, and I finally have service, and I call mom. Oh, yeah, we're just sitting in the hotel room watching the news. I was so angry that the three of you sat, and we're just like, eh, it sounds fake. <laughs> and we're just all three of you together able to just deny that. And have me just run through that hellscape that I just ran through with my fucking cheeseburger sweat coming down my man tits and my back, right? And I get up to the hotel room. Meanwhile, the family we were there with was all prepared. They had filled the bathtub with water and thrown the mattress on top of it. And they were all in the bathroom hunkered down. And y'all just were like, eh, eh, it's fake. <laughs> fucking full confidence in buffoonery. Anyways... That was a lot of talking that I just did. Also, for those of you uh, who can't see me, which is everyone, it made me cry. <laughs> yeah, Lainey's crying, but that's fine. Again, like I said, it's not a good podcast unless Lainey cries. But well, that was... you didn't tell us that whole story. What do you mean? You didn't tell us that story. You told us about the guy who you asked about his phone, and you told us about the guy who whipped his beer into the ocean, and that's it. Oh, I haven't told you any of the rest no. of it. No. Oh. Yeah. That's why I said it was funny and then it wasn't funny. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a really long anecdote. Um, but basically, I, I we know what it is to be in that panic. Or at least maybe I do. You were sitting there like, eh, if I get blown the fuck up, whatever. You know? Well, and I was trying to rationalize everything because I was like, I think that it was just more denial than, like, Yeah, acceptance. no, I think all three of you were just in full-blown, like, eh, yeah. we're not gonna die. Like, that doesn't fucking happen. Yeah. You know, and I was texting people, and I told people I loved them and stuff still, just yeah. be like, hey, because, like, what do you do? If it hits where you are, you're dead, well, no that, matter what. Right, so that was my thing, is, like, if I, do I get on my phone and start sending texts? And that was kind of my first thought, and then I didn't have service, right? And so I was like, well, if I can't do that... I can't tell my girlfriend at the time. I can't tell any extended family. I literally have only the three, or no, seven other people on this island that know me. Coincidentally, there was another person I knew on the island at the time, but we didn't know she was there. Um, and I have to get back to them, right? And so I needed to run a seven-minute mile in flip-flops. And it was just a no-go. Because right. who the fuck, right? So, yeah. Um... Yeah. Because it's just pure tragedy. Like, right. you cannot... Because what do you do? Get away from it. You can't. Well, and there's all the stories you read afterwards about people hiding in, like... They walk up to, like, people's garages that are kind of open, and they're like, Hey, can I hang out here? Because, again, you know? Um, or, like, people getting into sheds and stuff like that, and then coming out to the family looking at the shed, like, what fucking crazy maniac just hid in our shed, you know? Right. Well, because it's like... No matter where you go, depending on where it, the nuke hits, you cannot get away from it. We were on, like, the seventh floor. The other family we were with were, was on the third floor. 
people were going like down to the parking garage. But I'm like, that doesn't help. Like everything's just fucking blown. You know what I mean? Like if you just go to the parking garage, you're going to be crushed by everything, right? I mean... I mean, if the building comes down. Right. But again, you guys were on the seventh floor. Right. Our family members were on, I think, the 14th? No, I said third. They were lower than they us. They were lower than us. Okay. So, so it's just, like, a freaky thing. And, I mean, that's totally why. I mean, if people did survive in the cities, which I kind of feel like they wouldn't... If that's like the <laughs> yeah, epicenter of the nuke, right? Then I completely agree that it would just turn into fucking Mad Max out here, especially with all the Yeehaw influences. Why? Why does Yeehaw influence point towards Mad Max? Because it's vi- like gun violence. Is that the angle that you're going? No, I'm just saying that they have the equipment for it. <laughs> the trucks and the guns and the right. Exactly. Lassos? Sure. Fucking bomb spears? Well, and the knowledge, too. The they no- have knowledge. They have much more the knowledge of living out where they do, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of their game, their home court, if you will. Yeah. Um, but, so, what, obviously, I mean, if you're able to subsist in a tunnel, we kind of talked about what that looks like. If you're subsisting out in the rural whatever... Do you think it's going to be nomadic, right? Because nuclear winter, again, you can't really grow crops. So I think you're moving around more than anything. I think it's very zombie apocalypse without the zombies. But the thing is, is you still have to avoid population centers because that's where theoretically the nukes hit. Theoretically, there's the highest concentration of radiation. So you're raiding small town Walmarts. You're raiding mom and pop like gas stations and shit like that. But how long does that keep you going? Right. Well, and especially because you um, start to... I mean, it, it has to be nomadic. It's especially, mostly where we live. Because mm-hmm. the environment, even in this, like, normalcy, mm. doesn't provide many resources. The sure. lack of water, especially, because... Well, I think that you move states. Like, I think you yeah. just take off. Yeah, because what the fuck are you going to do? I mean, nothing. nothing. You don't have anything. much, if anything. Yeah. You know, so you got to go somewhere else. Well, the cool thing about where we are is the mountain range right. is going to defend us from the L.A. nightmare. Right. You know, um, so if you could live in those mountains. But again, if you're talking nuclear winter, it's the same thing that we're seeing with global warming in reverse, right? So instead of the global temperature approaching an increase of two degrees... We're getting dropped back down to, like, minus three, which is fucking scary, right? I mean, even with global warming, you've seen the winters that we can have here. Now imagine, like, a Donner Party winter every year. Right. That's fucking insane. Right. Shout out to the Donner Party. <laughs> Shout out to the Donner Party. Um, basically, the apocalypse would suck, but I think people would probably stop and try to make homesteads. Or at least some kind of, like, bunker situation. Like, somewhere where you could hole up. Especially at first. At first, yeah. Because people don't want to be nomadic. I feel like, especially since they've lived that way their whole lives, of being in one place. Um, I think people would figure that out pretty quickly, though. And then once they, you know, get away from the idea of having a more (laughs) nuclear family, when the nuclear home, (laughs) right? Right. Um, The nomadic phase of humanity in rural areas lasts only so long because we're going to keep getting gasoline. Right. Right. So we're talking trucks and stuff like that. I mentioned motorcycles earlier, but let's say it's, I mean, a conservative estimate is probably 40 miles to the gallon. I don't really know. I've heard that of some motorcycles. I don't know if that's true of most of them. Let's, let's walk it back, say 30, because that's still pretty crazy. My car's like 28. Right. So 30 miles to the gallon on a tank that's probably three gallons. Something like that. How big is a motorcycle gas tank? I don't... (laughs) (laughs) Use the power of technology. But, I mean, again, you can only carry so much gas with you if you are on a motorcycle. If we're trying to be as efficient as possible. Um, And if it's even only a couple of gallons at 30 miles to the gallon, and that's assuming highway speed the entire time, you're only getting, what, 150 miles on a five-gallon tank? Two to eight gallons. Yeah, 
So five is a good estimate then. So you're getting 150 miles. No. Five gallons times 30. 30. Yeah, 150. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 150 miles, which is not, it's not short, but it's not a long distance. Well, and we can't go west. Right. So you have to go north, south, or east. South probably is not a good bet because that's also California. Right. North. Well, and Vegas. Right, and Vegas, which probably could also be an epicenter. North would probably be okay, but it gets fucking colder. Right. And east is just... Wasteland. Wasteland. Fucking Nevada desert. Yeah. (laughs) What do you do in Nevada desert? You die. You die. Let's go to the rubies. All right. Catch all those fish that I was just talking about. They all just have three eyes now. Yeah. All right. At the Simpsons. At the Simpsons. So that thing has like 48 eyes, I thought. I thought it was three. All right. I'm not a big Simpsons fan. No, I couldn't tell you. Um, yeah, so I think you have to go east, which means you're moving towards middle America. There is theoretically more food because it is the breadbasket if you get far enough. But the before you get to that, you have to get through the Rockies. Right. Right. Which... You better hope it's summer <laughs> on your fucking motorcycle. And you better hope there are like chaotic crashes in the road that have blocked the road. Because I don't know how strong you are, but I'm not lifting a fucking motorcycle, <laughs> right? And if you have your family packed into your SUV, Stacy, you're not getting up there either. Yeah. So Let me tell you what, fucking Stacy. Stacy. Your kids, they're dead. Eat your children, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> or let your children eat you. Right. But, I mean, depending out on how old they are, it's like they probably won't survive anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. Might as well just eat them. I guess maternal instinct is, is a thing, but, you know, can't relate, so. Yeah. Um, what so else? What other, how quickly do you think it'd be, like, do you think it would lean more towards wants and violence, or do you think it'd be people still being reasonable and remembering the society that they had been a part of three days ago and trying to band together? I think over time it just turns into a shit show. Yeah. Like, at first, people are trying to be reasonable, even though they just experienced trauma. Right. Um, But they're trying to be like, okay, let's find somewhere. But as time goes on and you see the kind of hopelessness of the situation... Well, it's really hard to be reasonable when you're all hungry and there's one can of food. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And um, I'm assuming... Well, I don't know if communications would be down, but I kind of feel like they'd be. You know, and like... You're completely cut off from the life you had before, and there are strangers, and people are dangerous anyway, and this is just going to exacerbate them. Yeah. You know, I mean, so as you witness tragedy and experience loss and hunger and dehydration, I mean, it only gets more violent. Yeah. Unless you're actually able to kind of create a successful society. Well, stability is food, shelter, water. So if you can provide people that, then theoretically there will be a stable society. We've already talked about how food would be extremely hard to come by. Shelter would probably be fine because if you're finding middle American towns that are not blown up to fuck, then there are still houses, right? right? There's nothing wrong with those houses. And then there's water, which gets to be a really dangerous game because it might be fine. It might kill you when you drink it. Right. And it's not a taste. It's not a smell. It's just death. Death. Yeah. You just might die. Yeah. Which, if you are able to get the basic necessities for humans, there, I think, has to immediately be rules. Right. Because you have to divide it up equally. So whatever surrounds those resources, there will be rules put in place. And then therefore the kind of society will form. There's a fuck ton of guns too. Right. Because how do you, do you function in like a communist way? Do you still try to provide a capitalistic system where you use money or bullets or is it a bartering system? I thought it was going to be more like everybody gets... A cup of a water. A ration, yeah. Yeah, ration. Okay, so more of like a communist, everyone right. gets the same. Right. But I think that leaders often naturally arise in a situation. True. And therefore, depending on who they are and who surrounds them again, surrounds the leadership, there's going to be kind of like 
well, I found the water, so I should get more kind right. of situation. Right. Well, that's how, you know, those Bill Wirtz videos, like the history of Japan and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's not a historian per se, but this is what I took away from that is that when agriculture started in human history, that it was, hey, we can make food. It's not just about finding it anymore. Okay, but I make the food, so I should have a better position or a higher place in society than the person who just eats the food, right? So from the very basis of our ecology, I guess, if you want to say, that has been a thing. So you're right. I think it'll happen again. Right. Except this time, instead of, you know, rice, it's going to be mushrooms or whatever. Though, yeah, exactly. Know. Whatever can fucking survive. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Obesity will go way down. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, because. Obesity crisis solved with nukes. That's it, everyone. Done. That's the whole lesson. <laughs> you want to lose some weight, you better hope for a nuke. There you go. That's the only solution. They'll carry you right quick. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I mean, I think that the nuclear apocalypse is one of the dirtier ones that could happen, both literally and metaphorically. Especially because it seems so real. Right. Well, it's probably the most realistic one that is present outside, you know, of aliens and zombies and other things that we've talked about. Um, yeah, it's not a good one. Definitely not a good one. Well, everybody, here's your lesson. Um... You better hope not. <laughs> yeah, basically hope that the Iron Dome protects you, that we don't have nukes fall on American soil, or really anywhere in the world, because if it goes on anywhere, it's going to fuck us up in some capacity or another. Um, and hope you guys are getting real good at growing mushrooms and murdering. Yep, make sure to practice those skills. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. Uh, if you would like to listen to more of our stuff, you can find us wherever you're listening to us now, presumably Spotify. Is there another place that we Spotify, actually... Spotify, Stitcher, Stitcher, YouTube. YouTube. We have communities on Reddit, on Twitter. Instagram. Instagram, YouTube, like we said. Um, and you can find more content there. If you want to ask us a question, you can contact us on any of those platforms, or you can send it directly to our email that we have set up for questions. That email is hypotheticalsiblings at gmail.com. That's hypothetical, H-Y-P-O-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L, siblings, S-I-B-L-I-N-G-S, at gmail.com. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much. We'll see you next week.